You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to a Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we're going to be talking about revival and some of the things that today hinder revival and help revival. And so I was reading uh, in John chapter 5 about uh, this healing that takes place. It's called in my Bible, it's the headline, it says the healing at the pool. And you, you might remember it, that Jesus comes to the uh, pool, there's sheep gate, and there's a pool there, and there's blind and lame and one who was there, it says, look, get this. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. Okay? So there's somebody, there's an invalid, they're by this pool. And the idea was that the angels of the Lord would come and, and get you in, then you get in the water and, and you'd be healed. Okay? You got to get in the water and the water would stir and all kinds of t- things about that. And uh, so he'd been there, he'd been an invalid for 38 years. And then uh, Jesus saw him. He said, when Jesus saw him lying there, and learned that he'd been in this condition for a long time, he asked them, do you want to get well? What a powerful statement. You know, we're talking about here about a revival, a move of God, and we talk like everybody wants to see this move of God and get out of dead religion and get out of just uh, coming to church and coming to church and support groups. And, you know, they're okay, friendly groups, social groups, uh, got a group for everything, you know. But uh, when you come in, you don't encounter the power of God. And you wonder sometimes why. People ask me, why do you think my church doesn't have a pow- the power of God? Why does my church not worship like your church? Or why does my church not experience the power of God like your church has experienced the power of God? <clears throat> and you know there's something in that. Because here, uh, this guy had been an invalid for 38 years. And he's laying by the pool where people are trying to get healed. And Jesus asks him, do you want to get well? Isn't that kind of a silly question? Like, do you want to get well? I noticed Jesus would go up to a blind person and he'd say, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs> Here's a guy who's been blind his whole life or however long he's been blind. And Jesus would say, what do you want me to do for you? And you go like, need you ask? What? The guy's blind. He wants you to heal him, of course. And, of course, that's what he said. But, see, that's where we miss it. See, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're not clear on this, of what we're dealing with, that some churches don't want to get well. Some people don't want to get well. Because they know if they get well, then there'll be expectations on being well. See, as long as you're sick, nobody, nobody uh, expects anything of you. You know, as long as you say, well, you know, I had a rough time. I, I was abused as a kid or I was mistreated or my grandparents didn't love me. And, and, uh, or, you know, I, 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 had all, I was in poverty. We never had anything. We were so poor. I had dropped out of school. And. Uh, people were mean to me, and I'm ugly, and all that kind of stuff. As long as people have an excuse, then there's no expectation. Oh, you poor thing, you poor thing. Well, you come to church, and you just sit there, and we don't expect you to do anything. We don't expect you to change. But then you have people who they're, 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 you know, so hooked on their past. They're angry. They're bitter. Uh, they're, they have an offense against people and against churches and people and everything. And uh, here we have the, the, you know, the salvation of God operating around us. And you've got to ask people, okay, all right, do you want to get well? Would you like to get well? 
Just because you're hanging around the pool doesn't mean you want to get well. You might be getting money from these people. You might be getting attention. You might be getting sympathy. Are you willing to give up the sympathy? Are you willing to get on the fast track with Jesus and get well of your hurts, of your, whether it be physical, spiritual, emotional? A lot of people, they got emotional things. Well, I just can't forgive. I just, what? You don't want to get well, do you? If you say you can't forgive, you don't want to get well because people enjoy unforgiveness. People enjoy bitterness. There's a reason. Our carnal nature likes being mad, uh, pointing the finger, blaming everybody else. So you don't really want to get well, do you? You see, so Jesus said, do you want to get well? Well, he, when he said, do you want to get well? He came up with all kinds of excuses. And he said, he, didn't, he said, sir. He didn't say, yes, I want to get well. He said, sir, I don't have anybody to help me. Nobody's willing to help me. Can you see that in the church today? People just, you know, so engulfed in bitterness of their past and unforgiveness. And do you want to get well and get on fire for God? Let's have a move with God. Oh, I I don't have anybody to help me. I've been poor my whole life and nobody likes me. And I've always been a loser. And my parents didn't treat me right. And my husband left me. My wife left me. What? He said, do you want to get well? He said, well, I don't have anybody to help me. And when the water stirs, because that's what they said the water would stir, he says, while I'm trying to get in, someone always gets ahead of me. Poor me. Someone always gets ahead of me. Somebody always takes advantage of me. Somebody always mistreats me. I'm always the victim of somebody else. It's not my fault. I'm laying here sick. I've been an invalid for 38 years, and every time there was a chance for me to be healed, somebody stepped over me, somebody shoved me aside, somebody took advantage, and... Uh, Somebody went ahead of me, and I, I, just, I just never got healed. So Jesus said, look, do you want to get well? I didn't ask you if you wanted to get in the water. I didn't ask you if you've been taken advantage. I didn't ask you if you love yourself, like yourself, forgave yourself, or forgave any. I just said, do you want to get well? And I don't want to hear all this other stuff. So listen, you got to realize a lot of people don't want to get well. Because there's, a, there's a, a spiritual sickness about them that they can always refer back to say, it's not my fault. I had a rough life. You know, these people mistreated me. I went to a church and the pastor was mean to me. Or the people weren't nice. Or nobody spoke to me. So now I don't go to church anymore. What? I thought you wanted to get well. You're not ever going to get well if you're going to blame that, that ever, some person at a church didn't say hi to you or something like that. And, and, uh, or didn't pay attention to you, didn't appreciate you, you're never going to get well. You're going to stay spiritually sick the rest of your life, out of the kingdom of God, out of the action of the kingdom of God, out of the movement of God. You'll never step into your destiny. You may have a call upon your life, something to do, something great, something big. But until you want to get well, you're never going to fulfill your destiny. And that's a big, big problem because we have people who enjoy being victims. They enjoy being victims. They enjoy blaming other people. And, you know, they hop from church to church anyway because every church they go to disappoints them because they're going in sick. They're going in looking. I'm a sick person. Take care of me. Take care of me. I don't have anybody to help me. I need somebody to help me. And then you don't get the help that you thought you should have or they don't get the help they thought they should have. So now they're injured again. Oh, now I knew you people would fail me. I'm going to go find another church. It appreciates me. Then they go into that church and they're worse than they were before. Every church has failed me. Every Christian has failed me. Every pastor has failed me. Oh, come on. Do you want to get well? Then you just got to stop that and say, I want to get well. I don't want to be sick and miss God's call in my life. You could, you could probably be somebody great. I can think right now some people who could really be great who are just moping around in life, uh, 
blaming other people, upset at other people, didn't get appreciated, didn't get loved, didn't get, come on. Imagine if Jesus had done that. He, you know, Jesus said, let me tell you to do this. So you lose your life, lay down your life. Paul said, become a living sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Treat other people. Believe other people are better than you. Don't blame everybody. You can't, you can't think others higher than you ought to think. think of, don't think of yourself higher than you ought to think, but think of other people higher than they think of themselves. Treat them better than they, they think they need to be treated. Yeah, do all those things. Get, get well. Get well. So anyway, uh, when Jesus said, do you want to get well? Then Jesus said to him, listen. He said, I don't have anybody to help me. And he's basically saying, you don't need anybody to help you besides me. I'm here now. I'm here now. And he said, uh, here's what you need to do. Quit looking into water. Quit looking at people to help you. Quit looking to the left and looking to the right and looking to your past. Some people, they look to the left. They look to the right. They look to their past. And, and they have no future. Nothing to look forward to. Jesus said, oh, no, you, you got it all wrong. You don't need help. You just need to get up. You, you, you need to get up. You need to get up. And uh, pick up your mat and start walking. And because uh, Jesus was there. And you know what? It worked. At once, the man was cured. He picked up, he, get it, he picked up his mat and he walked. All right? And so that's, that's it. That's it. Do you want to get well? You need to pick yourself up. You need to get up, get up, get up. Uh, you know, as the blind man, wasn't it? They tried to shush the blind man. Was it Bartimaeus, whoever it was, and blind man, he kept yelling, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. I mean, they kept telling him to be quiet. And then, um, then somebody heard Jesus answer back to him, and they said, cheer up. Get up. Cheer up and get up. Cheer up. Get up. He's calling you. Cheer up. Get up. He's calling you. I mean, that's a, that's a lifelong calling and from, the, from heaven above. Come on. Do you want to get well? Then get up. Cheer up. Stop moaning and groaning and blaming. <clears throat> You're not a victim of anybody. You're fine. You are fine. Even people who have physical ailments can get up and do things and be, and, uh, and, and be a part of the kingdom of God and produce good fruit. You know, if they're willing to just get up. Let's get up and do something for God. He's calling you. He wants you. Get up and cheer up. Cheer up. You don't have to be sick like this all the time. And so we've got to get over this idea that, that uh, being sick spiritually and having an excuse is a better life than being healthy. Some people are afraid of the victory. You know, we need to be victorious in Jesus. So, so many churches are based on keeping people sick. You know, they help people stay sick because every week they get to hear a sermon about their sickness, about how it's okay, I know you're down, I know you're wounded, and I know you're beat. I know you're a loser, but I'm going to tell you Jesus loves you. And so sermons enable people to stay sick because they get these comforting sermons that say, you can do it. You're still loved. It's not your fault, right? You're still a winner. Well, maybe, maybe you're still a winner. You still get a blue ribbon, you know, and so instead we got to quit listening to people say, do you want to get well? Well, I, want, I need somebody to help me. Who's going to help me get well? It, well, just when are you going to get up? Just get up out of that thing. And if you have to, get up out of all those sermons and teachings and keeping you down, enabling you to continue to think like a victim who needs help. Come on. Get up. Pick up your mat. Get up. Cheer up. He's calling you. And get, let's do this for God.
Let's get filled with the Spirit. Let's get rid of all our unforgiveness. Forgive everybody. Tell yourself, I want to get well. I don't want to have offense against anybody. I'm not going to have bitterness. I'm not going to blame those people. Like, pastor didn't treat me right. He didn't appreciate me. Uh, they don't do what, that church doesn't do what I think they ought to do. And now you're going to go take all that junk, all that stuff inside of you, and you're going to take it to another church and expect them to accept you the way you are. When Jesus is saying, well, that's not what this is about. This is about getting well. It's about getting transformed, right? It's about being transformed in, in your mind, in your body, so that you can be a useful person and produce good fruit and help us bring revival to this land. Well, I hope that it helped you encourage the word to keep going in God till you get up, get up, pick up your mat and follow Jesus. All right, till next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival. Revival.